Welcome to the Foodist Life podcast with me, Jambo. And me, Steph. So what are we talking about this week, Steph? We're talking about not rushing into your next diet and listening to us first, hear us out, and then we'll go from there. Mm. Because what me and Steph done, as we always do, is talk about the podcast before we started the podcast, uh, and then inevitably we had a good conversation about it, and then we start the podcast. So should we get straight back into it, what we were talking about, and I guess that you don't need a new diet. You don't need a new diet! You don't need a new diet every week. You don't. And it's it's one of those things that so many dieters go from literally one diet to the next and hop around because they think the next best thing is going to be the next one they try. But the things we're going to talk about today are going to be probably uncomfortable for some people to hear. Hmm. But please just trust us on this. Uh, you know how like the new fad diet goes around the office, like, like, and the ones that I always see keto, the Atkins diet. I mean, it's similar to keto, but then like paleo. Then you got um, there was a spell of like the pollen diet. Oh, we have spoken about these yeah, before. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So what I guess we want to talk about today is stripping it back and. Instead of thinking as going into the next diet, mm-hmm. think of it as what you're going to do next time is set these really solid foundations mm-hmm. that are just bulletproof mm-hmm. so that anything life throws at you, you will stay on track, you will stay consistent, and you can come out the other side, weight lost, fat lost. Mm-hmm. Feeling great. And you know how to then, this is the key that most people forget, is when you lose the weight, you need to be able to maintain that for the rest of your life. But if you haven't set the foundations of that during that period of time, Mm -hmm. the chances are the weight is going to go back on. 100%. So I guess there's lots of different factors playing in the role here. It's just about getting the basics right. I think that's what we were saying. You see a lot on social media is like it does bamboozle you a lot and like you see like pts and whatever giving you some some advice of it is good but some of it's so like you have to reinvent your that they feel like they have to reinvent the wheel almost yeah and it's bamboozling and it's the foundations by the way are not okay you can't eat fruit you can't drop your car you have to drop your carbohydrates Mm. can i tell you a story Please. So I'm sure my one-to-one leading legend won't mind me saying. She, before she came to me, so she's been working with me for about eight months now, she was going to have to do weight loss surgery before she came to me. Mm-hmm. And now she's, honestly, she's rocking it. She's doing absolutely fantastic. But she still has a once-a-month call with the dietitian, just to, you know, NHS. That's what they want to do. And... We just do it, well, we don't, she does it, and we talk about it after, because we just discuss and analyse, you know, it's good to get advice from other people, but Mm -hmm. I've actually completely changed my mind on that this time around, because she had a call with him a couple of days ago, and she's about five months in with this guy, literally talking to him once a month, and he said to her, okay, I think you need to make your calorie deficit a bit bigger. And you need to stop eating so much fruit. 
Mm. <sighs> <laughs> no. Like, where's that's coming from a dietitian? Yeah. Those Frustrating, isn't it? Professionals that it's basically like going to a doctor. Mm. You trust what they say. Yeah, for sure. I think as well, like, there's so much um, like bro science that has now crept into almost like because you can make the facts fit your agenda. And I think what's happened is so much bro science has crept in that the facts do fit some people's agenda but aren't the full picture. Mm -hmm. It's so frustrating. Also, I guess we should talk about what the foundations are even though we are talking about the foundations, right? So a big one for me, and this is a really unsexy bit of advice, but it's something that so many people forget. And it's two things in particular is you've got to look at Things like meal timing and meal mm-hmm. structure. Boring, I know, really boring. Mm-hmm. But what I'm talking about here is like breakfast, lunch and dinner, for example. So however you like to do this, so whether you like to eat, you know, three main meals a day and a couple of snacks, mm-hmm. or you prefer to have two ma- skip breakfast, two main meals and a snack in the evening, you know, however you like to do it. But these things are really important that when you're on a low-carb diet or the paleo diet or whatever... Mm-hmm. You kind of dismiss that because you're so focused on, oh my God, I can't eat that bit of rice. I yeah, just yeah. can't. So it's understanding that the meal structure that you have day to day matters because, you know, if you can go into a day with more focus and more of a plan, mm-hmm. you're more likely to stay on track. The other thing is another really unsexy one portion size. Again, if you're looking at cutting carbs, all you're thinking about is, I'm not going to eat that bit of rice. Yeah. Whereas if you're looking at your plate and being like, right, I've got protein on it, I've got carbs, I've got fats, I've got my veggies, you can then look at how much of that am I eating. Mm-hmm. You can then analyse things like, right, that actually filled me up enough. And I've, if you're looking at dinner, for example, I've been able to survive the night, go to bed, wake up next day. Whereas sometimes you might be like, oh, maybe I didn't have enough at dinner, therefore... Maybe let's make that portion size a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. You know, unsexy, but really important. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, 100%. I think, like, nail on the head there is, like, understanding what works for you before. This is, I think, the problem with all these, like, fat diets or whatever the, you know, next big thing is it becomes so restrictive and you don't know which bit works for you. Mm. So, like, understanding how it works into your lifestyle because again, yo-yo dieters or whoever, usually they try to shoehorn it into the diet rather than it working what's best for you. Yeah, and it's... If you can't see yourself eating, living that way in 10 years' time from now, 20, 30 years' time from now, literally, you're not going to maintain that. What's the point? Got a tangent for you, but it's kind of on point. Mm. Do you prefer to eat more in the mornings or the evenings? Okay, this is a really interesting one Mm. because I personally like to eat more... At dinner time. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if I'm dieting and in a calorie deficit, mm-hmm. I need to eat my or enough calories early yeah. in the day. Because if I backload them too much, I'm I just build up with not hunger, but it's more of like a resistance to <laughs> to needing more food. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's psychological or what, yeah, but yeah. that's what I personally find. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not dieting, then I'm fine and I'll go 
pretty much breakfast, lunch, and dinner will be kind of the same. Mm-hmm. But I can happily go a little bit bigger dinner. Five o'clock dinner, is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> I actually um something that I do like when I'm in the deficit is try and push off my breakfast for as long as possible. So See, like we're almost, opposite. Yeah, like condense my calories. Mm. Um, so have like breakfast, say like 10 or half 10, because I go to the gym at lunchtime. Mm. And then like, yeah, just, but yeah, I think I would prefer more calories at, in the evening. Yeah. But when I'm in a deficit, I'd rather have it to condense in the middle. See, this is perfect because yeah. this is exactly what we mean. And yeah. it's so dependent on the person. Because some like there is some days I can go not have breakfast, mm-hmm. but generally it's just not how I like to live my life. Yeah, breakfast is the best meal. Oh, I you know sleep time channel to flipping yeah, yeah. breakfast. <laughs> got to, you got to break that fast, haven't you? You do. Um, another tangent. This one has no relevance to the podcast. Do you prefer a sweet or a savoury breakfast? Oh, I might have said this before. I literally have had chocolate overnight oats for probably the last maybe seven years now. Interesting. Every morning. Interesting. Yeah. I used to have a banana in it, but I like to cook, not cook, at least I like to make like six in a row. Yeah. So it fits with my two tubs of coconut yogurt (laughs) that I buy. Yeah, nice. So I make six in a row, but I don't put the banana in it now because sometimes the banana doesn't always stay too nice mm. but oh isn't it weird because i couldn't do that with any other meal it's only breakfast that i can yeah. have the same meal yeah. literally i could do it every day well i guess even like your uh even like lunches and dinners generally are structured from the same sort of food anyway yeah they just variety of flavor i guess but anyway get back onto track gone <laughs> basics foundations <laughs> yes is there any other foundations that you find that are important when you're dieting that you Un- i think understanding your food and nutrition i think this is a big problem with the fat diets is you kind of get drip fed something to fit the agenda but don't understand why you're doing it and i think if you don't understand why you're doing it it becomes very difficult to then because when when you don't have an understanding your mind can you know when motivation is gone you don't have that like a reality check of yourself Mm. so like for example big thing is Understanding your calories, tracking your calories and stuff like that. My question back to that, Mm. devil's advocate. Go on. Is, okay, I do have an answer actually, but (laughs) what, how are people going to find that why? Because I'm thinking of someone that's a yo-yo dieter that's literally hopping from diet Mm -hmm. to diet. How do you then take what we're saying and put that into, right, I need to find something that's going to help me find the, create these foundations find my why mm-hmm. how do you know what your why is going to be unless yeah for sure is that you answering your own question well it is because <laughs> yeah but yeah okay well you're listening to this podcast so i guess <laughs> yes there is a free seven day accountability <laughs> challenge that you can but that's not actually why i was saying that yeah. um it's in the show notes by the way just in case you're on the link <laughs> fyi but yeah like people that are not listening to this podcast mm-hmm. that should be listening to this podcast mm-hmm. but they're not they're just going to keep hopping from diet to diet yeah. because where do you go to find that why? Yeah. It's actually when I first um, started out in the gym um, and like becoming PT for the first time is trying to understand people's why. Mm-hmm. But like going beyond that like initial reason why and like really understanding the root cause because I think like a lot of people might say like 
Like the big thing, like when people join the gym, is either they got a holiday coming up or they got a wedding, right? Yeah. Those are like the two things, and you they'd be like, and you say, oh, so you know why why the change, whatever, and they're like, I've got a holiday coming up, but why? Oh, I want to look good at the beach, but why? And like going through the layers, I guess, rather than. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because it's it's funny because like when you do go deep like that, you actually find that people are saying, okay, actually, I feel really anxious when I go out the front door because mm. of how people perceive me mm-hmm. when actually all you've actually said is oh I just want to lose weight because I'm going on holiday yeah 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 but generally there is a much deeper reason yeah like I want, I want to feel confident when I take my top off at the pool I don't want to feel ashamed at what like mm. yeah so isn't that also a tangent interesting one though that when you go to a swimming pool mm-hmm. and you feel self-conscious I think everyone does to an extent like even I do and I'm happy with my body shape Mm -hmm. right but i think everyone still has that because it's ingrained in us as a society to be like yeah okay i'm not sure that i look very good or yeah why do we do that i don't know it's terrible isn't it the um comparison is the thief of joy yeah we're battling against ourselves really aren't we Mm -hmm. but you know what you are a strong independent man or woman Mm -hmm. that doesn't need no yeah for sure don't know what diet just need to learn the basics. Need to learn the basics, yes. Okay, so are there any others? Or are you, uh, you settled on that? I, um, I'm good. Yeah, and I guess other basics for me, we can talk about other unsexy things mm-hmm. like getting enough water, um, making sure you're moving. Mm. Um, but if there's anything I want you to take from this podcast, it is literally thinking about things like meal timing, portion size, Literally start there. Don't mm-hmm. overwhelm yourself and make it a bigger thing than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Like that will give you a few weeks to get you started mm-hmm. thinking about that stuff. Yeah. And again, it's so easy to get caught up in. I keep going back to low carbs because I hate low carbs. Yeah. But because carbs are the best. Yeah, but if you are, what's the word? You're blocked from seeing anything else. Mm-hmm. If you're just on Monday starting this low carb diet, you're not learning the why you're not understanding yeah. more about yourself and what your body needs mm-hmm. how you like to live your life around food and things so can i go on a tangent always um so just like taking my last six months into account so um went on deficit and been trying to do things a little bit differently this time we spoke about in the podcast before but i look back to from now to say like january and like at Jan- in January, it seemed like a real. FYI, we're in, or no, July. End Ju- of just... July, seven months. Yeah, seven seven months. months ago, the I'd say like the start of it was, um, it, you know, you're having to change a lot of things, and you're having to, I guess, go through stages where, you know, you feel less motivated and all this that, and the other. Uh, but I think getting the basics right and like really changing like laying the foundations like now like i'm not tracking at the moment but my foundation so solid now like i have a real good appreciation mm. of why like in fact now i guess i see food in a much healthier light and for example like sort of see it as how it's going to benefit me like nutritionally wise like how is this gonna and not just like because i want I'm crave something exactly what i'm saying like mm. you said you want to lose a few more pounds but right now is not the right time mm. but that's exactly what i mean like you can lose the weight 
this goes for anyone, mm-hmm. you can maintain that. Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready, you can lose a bit more. Yeah. That is the beauty of having those foundations there. Yeah. Like, that is nail on the head. Like, I, I wish that um, I could almost like, even myself in, in the past or whatever, but when you get to a point where like, say like six months, eight months, sometimes people can go off, off the rails a little bit and like give up or like you've, you've had your holiday yeah. You know, like some people do amazing, go on holiday, come back, and then it just completely goes off the rail. Mm-hmm. But laying that, like, foundation, understanding everything, so that, like, almost you can build off that. So, like, okay, you're not making progress in, like, you're losing loads of weight, but you're making progress still in that. You're still sticking to the basics. You understand what's good for you. You know, you're having it not change your life. It's fitting nicely into your life as well. Oh, so true. Mm. And it is that thing of motivation. It's motivation isn't always going to be there. It's a case. It's not a case of if motivation is going to go. It's mm-hmm. when. So if you've got those solid, solid foundations, like what's a good example outside of dieting? I've got a brilliant example. Oh, right? go on. <laughs> so, for example, like say people that go to the gym, right? People that like, if you see somebody who's really um, loves the gym and loves exercise, and, and they've been going for ten plus years, okay, so. Those people will go to the gym regardless of motivation mm-hmm. or because they've ingrained the habit. They know that it's good for their body. They know what they're doing that, you know, it makes them feel good afterwards. You know, if they didn't go to the gym, they, they'd end up not liking how they felt. So, but those people still go through spurts of motivation. So they will have an eight week spurt of maybe they feel really good and great and they've got a holiday coming up and mm-hmm. you know, whatever it should be. So they're super motivated, but the foundations are there throughout the year. Yeah. So like they'll still go to the gym, they'll still go through the, the motions, but sometimes you have a bit more motivation. So all of a sudden you you attack things in a slightly different way, but you, it does, it's not like you don't go to the gym for six months, have an eight week burst of feeling great and then don't go to the gym again. So, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was going to actually take it more extreme than that. Go on. I was going to say, literally, you know, when there's lots of house buildings going on, building houses going on around here at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> literally, though. <laughs> yeah, but it's, if you build a house on the wrong foundation, as in clay, I don't mm-hmm. know. I assume you sand. don't build. Yeah, sand, good one. If you're building a house on sand, it might rock up for... The time that you want it, yeah. for for example, when you go on a holiday. After that, it's you're literally going back to square one. Yeah, that's what, how extreme I was going because it's true in terms of, you know, your dieting on a with a specific on a specific diet like low carb or paleo mm. or the lemonade diet. Hopping from one to one, you just build. You're just going to keep building houses, and that's a very inexpensive way to diet. Can I go on a bit of a rant? I feel like this whole podcast has been <laughs> yeah, a rant, yeah, of course. Do you know what is really driving me insane at the moment on social media is PTs and coaches, etc., who are starting like, to demonise food to fit their criteria. Like, there's a guy that um, I know quite well, good friends of him. Uh-oh. Yeah, and uh, his agenda is like, carbohydrates are the devil right oh my gosh we haven't spoken about this guy before yeah i think so and uh, keeping him away from me (laughs) yeah and uh some like demonizing foods and then like putting it out to and i always think like you're 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 in this industry because you want to help people right Mm. 
you want people to be happy and healthier but by all of a sudden demonizing food you're affecting people's mental health as well yeah because all of a sudden if you want to say you're saying don't eat bread bread's mm. the worst thing in the world if you then say go away on holiday you could be still in maintenance or calorie deficit eat bread and feel like you've ruined everything and yeah I, and it joy it really frustrates me and i've seen it more and more and more at the moment but people these people that want health or they want to support your health but then are demonizing food i'm like yeah i think the mental side of things is actually a really important thing to bring up because it affects people more than i think enough of us professionals mm -hmm. talk about because like you say you eat bread but you've been told not to eat bread you then feel bad about it and guilty about it mm -hmm. you then go to bed worrying that mm -hmm. you're doing the wrong thing feel like you've ruined your day yep and it that spirals yeah it derails people what derails people and makes people mental health worse yeah i think like i don't know i just i find it at the moment um a lot of people preach about say like health but then the actual health should be getting the basics right like understanding the basics knowing what's works for you in your lifestyle because as well like if you're eating i don't know a loaf of bread a day and that's in your <laughs> that's in your day-to-day -day yeah. diet all of a sudden if you then demonize it do you know how hard it is then to transform yeah also these people that are then going on to i don't know keto or whatever it should be do these people actually understand like how is that actually because like, a lot of people they get in situations where they want to lose weight is because they don't understand the impacts of what they've been doing beforehand so all of a sudden just going on keto or whatever it should be you know the sugar diet but you need to understand why these things are happening and like otherwise you're never going to learn because yeah inevitably if it doesn't fit into your lifestyle unless you can do keto for the rest of your life but bread is way too good chocolate's way too good saying that though it's definitely important to talk about because you can go the other extreme with food freedom as well mm -hmm. so i had one of my uh, new one-to-one -one lean bean a few weeks ago that she just started she'd been you know about three or four check-ins in and she was like i'm getting into the stage where i'm eating you know too many snacks and i don't want to be and mm -hmm. they're not good snacks and mm -hmm. blah blah and i said literally what we've been talking about in this podcast is strip it back mm -hmm. let's plan ahead breakfast lunch dinner mm -hmm. plan your snacks in and find that balance because there is a fine balance yeah but again finding that is it's not easy no. like it is going to take time but if you're doing it on a low-carb diet yeah here's a plot twist I know we give a lot of really unsexy advice, right? What's some sexy advice you'd give? Oh, gosh. That is a plot twist. That's a plot twist for me. Yeah. That's a dagger in the heart. Can I give you some really sexy advice? Live on air. Yeah. So when I'm in the calorie deficit, even if it's not that I'm being like restrictive, but I sometimes I feel like certain foods, how they feel when you eat them, feel like they're naughty, mm -hmm. right? So for breakfast, I make myself... A breakfast wrap now it's only 560 calories or something like that 540 um which is not a lot but it feels so naughty mm -hmm. because of like how it's made like how it looks how it tastes yeah. like all the different flavors like i get some like low calorie um 
like plastic cheese, you know, like American yeah. cheese, throw that in there. And it's only a small thing, but it's just like that, that it makes it feel like I've had like, I'm like, oh. Yeah. It's like fakeaways, you know, those yeah, kind yeah, of things. Yeah. It's how you present food does, for some people, really psychologically impact yeah. you. And it's even the the tools of um, putting your meal on a smaller plate mm-hmm. to make it look like yeah. it's more food and stuff. It does actually, yeah. 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 I think fake ways is really sexy advice as well. Like Five Guys, for example, I'm a bit of a slut for Five Guys, mm. but like making one at home and then like racking up and forth, putting the oven, mm. you know, like cheese melted, some sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it's only like a 500 calorie meal, not 500, 800 calorie meal. But it seems, I don't know, it's like not... 2,500. Yeah, it's the best. So that's what they are in Five Guys, isn't it? Something uh, like that. Let's not it's not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> but like you say, though, that's a really good alternative to do. Psychologically, it's sexy, isn't it? Yeah. Like if you eat in chicken, chicken, broccoli and rice, mm. that's so unsexy. So boring. Yeah. I think that says a lot about a person that's eating chicken, broccoli and rice. That's harsh. Okay, fine. It's not harsh, but there's a better life out there for you if you mm. are doing that. Come yeah. on. True. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Sexy, unsexy. I think we're done. You never gave us unsexy advice. I mean, sexy advice. I think I put t- fake ways in yeah, there. Yeah, okay. We'll let you have that. Thank one. you. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, so, so. And, okay, I've got one more bit. Okay. Oh. This is not sexy advice, but oh. even if I'm eating soup, yes. I will always use a teaspoon. What, because it feels like you're... Eat more. Yeah, yeah, fair. I do it with... like Even if I'm having like a rice bowl, yeah. always have a teaspoon. I always have, uh, say, like a pint of Dilutin juice um, <laughs> before I yeah. eat, and then one after as well. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, just because... Fill that stomach up. Yeah, I think sometimes like... Like, I'm a quick eater as well. You know, you're supposed mm. to like slow down when you eat, but I grew up in a household with six siblings, so like... <laughs> You had to eat quickly, otherwise. Have you ever been around someone that eats really slow, though? Yeah. Like, it's the most painful thing. Yeah, and like... Even though that's what we should be doing. Yeah, and like, I finished an hour and a half ago. Yeah, and you're still sitting I'm ready for some more food. I know. And it's like, you can't get down because it's rude. Yeah. But, yeah. Can't get down. (laughs) What, you ate? Can't ask your (laughs) mum. Can't get down. (laughs) Uh, uh, Okay, so what's the... Um, round up. Round up. Um, okay, so I guess if you want more of this juicy stuff, I do have a seven-day weight loss challenge mm. that is free Ooh. that you can join. So you can join at any moment. So if you're listening to this podcast now and you're like, I need more of that. Yeah, that's sexy. Yeah, that's very sexy. Then you can find the link in the show notes. You can literally sign up. It's, yeah, go and have a look. All the details are in there. But I guess my roundup would be... Keep it simple. Yes. Understand what you're doing. Mm-hmm. In terms of food, join the challenge and I'll go through all the foodie stuff. But just think about, yeah, why you're doing things. Yeah. That's it for me. My advice would be to stay away from anyone who goes towards fad diets. Like any, mm. any professional, and I'm doing air quotes now, because it's, it's just not going to help you in the long run. People that put smoke and mirrors up don't want you to have the knowledge to outgrow them. Mm-hmm. Whereas people that educate you 
yeah. want you to be out, outgrow them so that you can actually get something away from it. Yeah, like you will not be a lean bean forever no. because you don't need to be. You should outgrow every single coach you have. Yeah, I like it mm. a lot. And that's where certain um, diet yeah. clubs fall down because they don't allow you to outgrow them. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't sound like common sense, probably stay away. Mm. There we go. Nice. Yeah. Right, where can we find you, Steph? Facebook, Instagram, at foodislife.nutrition. Website, www.foodislifenutrition.com. Everything else in the show notes, all the links. Um, go there, find that. Jambo, you? You can finally find me strictly on Instagram, at jambo.the.great. Lovely. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye.